in Bitcoin, um, what you have is basically across a network of millions of computers, millions of nodes, mm -hmm. um, every computer has a complete database of all the current transactions and essentially all the current balances as well. Alrighty guys, welcome back to Adventure Fruit Radio. I'm actually recording this from LAX Airport on the way home from the US. So um, forgive me if it sounds different, it's just recorded off my iPhone. Um, anyway, this show is brought to you, no, not the show is brought to you, I'm getting ahead of myself. This show is with Jordan Andrews. Jordan is a friend of mine, Jordan works in cryptocurrency, so we wanted to get him on the show. He builds, uh, he builds crypto, basically. So we wanted to talk to him about all things crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Sounds all the rage. I knew nothing about it before the show. So we wanted to uh, get him on, learn a little bit more. Hopefully some of you guys get something out of it. It's a really fascinating show about the future of um, cryptocurrency, basically. So anyway, this show is brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com forward slash ADVF radio will get you one free audiobook and a 30 day trial. Make sure you take advantage of that, guys. Audible is sick. It's the best service. I'm listening to audiobooks all the time. I'm listening to at the moment, the, I think, the seven effective habits of. No, the seven habits of highly effective people, something like that. Really good, like, self development book. I'm getting through that at the moment. Also, guys, this show is brought to you by Adventure Fit Travel. So you can head onto our website, www.adventurefittravel.com. You can see everything that we have coming up. We've got a couple of trips in uh, Bali and Greece coming up in June, which are going to be epic. So um, if you want to jump on those trips, if you're looking for your holiday this year, you want to travel with like-minded people, have a ball, have a blast along the way, train, get into some mindfulness, drink beers, eat burgers, have as much fun as humanly possible. Um, then check out adventurefittravel.com, use the code RADIO, that'll get you 10% off any and all of our holidays. That's it from me though, enjoy the show. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it! Yo! Discovery Roger, go for deploy. That very sensual song. I'm trying to get my voice in the lyrics. <laughs> uh, looks like we're uh, looks like we're on here, fellas. <clears throat> Excellent. Like we are on. Jordan Peterson. Here we go. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve go. rules, guys. Twelve rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Jordan Peterson's uh, Jordan <laughs> flying over from the US yeah. here to uh, to be on the show. It's a pleasure uh, to be here. Thank. Oh, right. no, that's a bit of both. All right, so uh, before hey, we, <laughs> um, before we, Jordan Andrews, right? That's it, yeah, Jordan, Jordan Andrews. Jordan yeah. Andrews, okay. So before we welcome um, Jordan in uh, and start talking about um, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, what he uh, specializes in, we're going to welcome him with Tommy's Tribute, as usual. All righty. Mr. Andrews, welcome aboard. Uh, Time of Your Life by Green Day today, and we've gone a little bit central. I'm not going to belt it out. Um, I'm a little bit flat today, so. This is amazing. Uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. I, I didn't know this was a thing. 
Another turning point, now money's all online. <laughs> so what does Bitcoin mean? It confuses my mind. So tell me, Jordan, why are people so obsessed? I just don't have a clue, it's stranger to me than incest. <laughs> Let's start to pick up your brain, love. Oh my, my crypto is legit. Please help me so I don't counterfeit. Nice, dude. <laughs> a short that, was awesome. that was awesome. That was awesome. It's that was very good. confusing to me. Very <laughs> confusing. I, I agree. I'm the same. I, um, I have no idea. It's one of the things that everybody's talking about. I have no idea how it, uh, how it works or anything about it. So, Jordan, mate, awesome. thanks for coming on awesome. the show. Mm. No worries. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks uh, for having me. Um, so, um, Jordan and I know each other because Jordan came and stayed with me on uh, Airbnb style. And you were kind of like my um, you were kind of like my dating coach at the time, weren't you? I was actually. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm amazed you're bringing this up straight away. Yeah, we're not yeah. going to go too deep, yeah, yeah, yeah. but which but, is um, which is weird because I'm not the guy that should be giving dating advice, but, <laughs> yeah. but it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't say much for old old uh, Doco. You got to keep writing your notes. Jordan was um, yeah. Jordan was telling me how to uh, teach me how to play the game. Oh, Never played yeah. the game before. Yeah. The Neil Strauss game. No, not like oh, this. Okay. Just like just like being like on off. Mm. Like Bill was just like committed, like all in, like <laughs> just like messaging every second. <laughs> and like Bill, Bill, give it like out 100%. <laughs> give it like the give it half an hour, man, and yeah. he just wouldn't. So Alright, so let's get into some crypto stuff. Let's get <laughs> oh, off this topic. For one thing, I just want to dive into that a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit interested about that. Now, what why why do we play why should you play the hot cold sort of thing? Why does that work? Oh, like this is so it just keeps them guessing right mm. like everyone's always more interested when you keep them guessing mm. and like it feels like it felt weird for Bill like Bill seems like a normal guy he seems like a cool guy but he's fucked on the inside he was, he was not normal. desperate man oh yeah okay why be releasing this by the way um, no, well, no, if, you, okay. if you do like really like have a massive infatuation with someone is it you know can you steam that train I, I, I pull I that hand like you probably hand? should right you probably should I just yeah. I there needs to be something though to keep him guessing like because you because someone in the relationship has the power mm. are you going to be that person or are you going to be Bill Beach City <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, well, yeah well I am um, after uh, after all this um <clears throat> After all this talk of uh, playing the game and stuff, it got me thinking about um, about I went through a bo- uh, um, bookstore in the airport and I found you know the book the game yeah so I, that's the only book that's the first book I ever started reading this is about ten years ago started reading and put down mm-hmm. I said this is fucking rubbish yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon I'll get into it um, these days I'd probably be able to read through it but. Mm. I saw Mark Manson's first book. So Mark Manson's Subtle Art, Subtle, Art. Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. So I read that. That was really good. His first book, he's only released two books. His first book is called Models. And it's called, uh, the subheading is um, uh, How to Attract Women Through uh, Authenticity. That's what that, sub, yeah. that subheading is. Well, that sounds and, a bit more on point. Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. And it's really good. It's more about like the human psyche. It's more about being like a good guy yeah like how to be an attractive guy how to be it's about like setting your life up so what you do is something that you're passionate about mm. how you convey that 
how you are, conf- like your confidence levels within yourself and so mm. forth. And then there's a bit of stuff about how to approach chicks and all, all that kind of business as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, now, um, after all that sort of, go yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I say the approaching chicks part, that's like 95% of the book and all the other yeah. boring shit is like, you know, probably five. No, yeah. just joking. But yeah. it's a really interesting read and it has a big section about the authenticity in relationships and like playing the game. Mm. And so I feel like if it's a genuine relationship, see, I still go my way. I probably went a bit ham sandwich on the whole thing, but I still think I still think like if it feels normal, if it feels mm. right, then I reckon you can go mm. more mm. balls to the wall than, than balls, balls to the clamp. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. feel like, yeah, or maybe I'm a psycho. No, I think I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. I definitely see yeah. what you're saying though. Like, I feel like <clears throat> when when my missus and I were first getting into it, like I definitely felt like it was really good. Except there was still like a bit of. You don't want to keep them guessing, but you want to keep it like kind of fun mm. to the point where, like, if you just go nuts and like, I love it bits, and yeah. here's my knob, like, there's no more fun. Yeah, you know, it's kind yeah. of like, oh, I'm really looking forward to our next date, but then just kind of let it off so that we both have the time to think about each other. Mm. So yeah. when we get to the date, it's really mm. great, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. actually science behind. Sorry to go on, on about this for forever and ever, but there's actually <laughs> science behind like a flow, like sales wise. If you're doing like tech sales, like chats, chat sales, there's a flow, and I forget what it's called, but a oh, rhythm, mm-hmm. so, some something rhythm, and it's like the rhythm of a conversation, a written conversation. Mm. Like you never want to go, like, hey, how was your weekend? Oh yeah, text block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was yours? Mine was awesome. What are you doing this yeah. week? Like it just it fucks it. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah. Oh, that's not. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. You, you, you buy out of the whole yeah. conversation. I think it's about like matching. Yeah, right? that's it's right. just yeah. And it's like, yeah, so if they're playing games with you, you have to play a little yeah. games with yeah, them. Like, totally. Otherwise, if they're all in, text block, text yep. block, text yeah. block. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's okay. how it is. That rhythm's that. like, it's basically matching, yeah, matching mm. the, the rhythm of the conversation. For, yeah. for if you want to, if, if it's a conversation that, if it's your girlfriend or your mum or your fucking, you know, co-worker, your mom. the conversation's going to... He's a psycho. What's up with my mum? Yeah, yeah. If I'm texting your mum, I'm trying to hook up there. What I'll do is... That's the same with my dad. Thanks, Mark. Right. So, so, Jordan, um, funny start to the show, but very good, um, mate. We're here to talk about Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. I want mm-hmm. to learn all about it, mm-hmm. and I thought, what better way to get someone who works in it on the on the show, someone who really knows about it? So, tell us about yourself. Tell us where you fit into the whole Bitcoin crypto puzzle, mate. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, basically, <clears throat> kind of since like early last year, so for about a year now, I've been working in crypto. Mm-hmm. So I work as a software developer, it's like coding and stuff. Um, and so all along the way, um, I've been working in the smart contracts area. So we probably want to talk about like what smart contracts are soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I so think I that started table's out- moving the camera a bit, hey. Oh, sorry. No, that's all right. That's all right. I'll try not to budge that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so always in like the smart contract area. And so it started out, I was building out some kind of low level tools for Ethereum, which mm-hmm. you may have heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and later came to realize, I was speaking to the guys at Stratus, where I work now, um, realized that our values are super aligned. And so now I'm kind of building out the smart contract platform at Stratus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that, that's basically kind of, kind of where I'm at, like just a developer in the space working on a cool coin. And yeah. And so... What do you do? <laughs> okay. No, what are smart contracts? You mentioned smart yeah, okay. contracts. Like before we go any further, like yeah, what does a smart contract mean? Yeah, cool. So it's kind of, I guess you have to, 
a smart contract is kind of like a codified way of of expressing some interaction. So when you like go to Woolies, you buy one apple, you pay for one apple, mm -hmm. right? And it's like Woolies acts as like the kind of the middleman there is like they they make all the rules, they make like the price of an apple and kind of all of that that happens through Woolies. Mm -hmm. um, the idea with a smart contract is you can start mapping out complex interactions um, later put them on the blockchain uh and so things like uh you know that whole apple buying situation mm -hmm. you can have a situation where there's just a contract that exists on the blockchain mm -hmm. bill you have an apple tommy you want to buy an apple yep. and you guys can like match and buy it and there's no woolies there's no there's no central entity there's no middleman but whatsoever. someone like someone like me some um, software developer has just written a contract that's like if one apple if once one apple wow. like match and wow. then yeah so you can imagine like because if you think of like Bitcoin as V1, and that's great because like we can send each other funds, mm -hmm. but any interaction is not just sending funds. Like it may be I'm buying a house off you. Mm -hmm. And if I want to buy a house off you, we need to change the deed. You need to verify mm -hmm. my identity. All this stuff needs to happen. Who does that? Again, like a big central entity. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like where smart contracts comes in is it kind of fixes all of that stuff. It's like this isn't oh, yeah. just about decentralizing currency now. This is about decentralizing any like big scale like financial interaction and yeah. so where's the income generated so if you're so if you're essentially taking out the middleman do you is it a commission-based thing per sale for you guys or how does that yeah so that was well, so that's that's the whole thing so <laughs> you could models are still being come up with yep. um and kind of experimented with and there are a range of them at the moment so there are currently some tools that people have built like say index funds mm -hmm. that are completely um they work they do the the work themselves um, in a smart contract and maybe the developers take 1%, but otherwise mm. uh, everything else goes to the users. So mm. you imagine by wiping out that like fund manager or whatever, um, of course the developers still take some money, but it's nowhere near as intense as like mm. the kind of like what the financial institution would take Absolutely. to pay all their marketing team, their oh, everything team. 100%. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fascinating. Um, it is. I, I, I know we're going to get back to more stuff like that for sure. I think, I think what, what I think we should do is mm -hmm. let's talk about like, where did it begin? Where did Bitcoin, where did, where did cryptocurrencies begin? Bitcoin, you know, how does it work? Let's, let's start with where did it begin? Because there's a lot of people that are probably in my, my shoes, which I know absolutely fuck all about mm. Bitcoin. Um, and there's a lot of people that have probably invested in Bitcoin that know equally fuck all. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, that's the amazing thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's like, so good for you guys. Yeah. So I don't know what you do, but here's a million dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, that's what it's like. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so what is, what is, where did it start? Explain. Sure. So it started in, in 2009. And uh, this is like, it's kind of like a fascinating story. You might know a little bit about this. Mm -hmm. It's like, no one really knows who created it. Wow. So some some guy, there was God, like maybe. a... Yeah. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In like 2009, <laughs> it's the second coming. Yeah. yeah. So in like 2009, this guy was on a, a mailing group or this guy oh, or God. some group. Uh, yeah. Well, God he, free. <laughs> if you're not he, into that. <laughs> he sent out this paper and like a bunch of code and was like, hey guys, like this is, I've built basically a decentralized peer-to-peer -peer currency. Mm -hmm. And it was signed by the name Satoshi Nakamoto mm -hmm. and to this day like we don't know no one knows who that is there's like speculation that it's one of maybe four people it's speculation that um, maybe there was a group of people working on it <laughs> but it's kind of amazing it's like literally like someone just came and just dumped this this thing what? was like and so all these cryptographers that were on this mailing list like a couple of them started getting in on it and also started mining bitcoin so they now have a network of a few people they start telling their friends it's kind of grows out from there mm -hmm. and so since 2009 it's kind of bitcoin has been steadily growing mm -hmm. um with this code base that like 
no one knows where it came from. Almost. Really? It's super cool. It makes it so much cooler. It makes it, it so much yeah. cooler. I thought it was going to be boring. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. fucking really Sato- interesting. Satoshi yeah. Nakamoto, eh? That's it. The infamous. That's it. And there's like all kinds of theories. Like some people say the name is like, there's, there's graphics of like Samsung, um, Toshiba. Someone reckons they just got like brands and just like mapped out and oh. just, okay, like that's the name. And so it's just like a pseudonym. Yeah. Uh, but basically it seems like Satoshi Nakamoto isn't a, a person called Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. That person doesn't exist. Yeah. And there's like studies about like linguistics and stuff that they have probably come from a certain origin, but it's crazy. Like the 100%, we can't say it's, it's any person. Really? Super cool. Yeah. It's kind of like the internet to a degree. You know, like they, they talk about like, I think it was um, one of the presidents or head of the head of um, the military in the US or something. It was, I can't remember exactly. They had like an idea of like who started the first, you know, mm. web-based information transactions mm-hmm. and but no one like no one says alexander graham bell there's no alexander yeah. graham bell for, for, <laughs> Johnny, for yeah. 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 yeah yeah for uh, for the internet it's quite a quite a um funny scenario so mm. so how does mm. it work then though jordan like yeah it, sure. like obviously starting out you know back in the day and then now let's talk about bitcoin because it's the largest for, for the time being but like how does it actually work what are the applications you know like explain that yeah sure of. so just how it works so uh obviously in the case of like a a currency usually you have kind of a central bank that issues based on like what they think is best and they're probably trying to do the best for their country or for everyone um in bitcoin um, what you have is basically across a network of millions of computers millions of nodes mm-hmm. um every computer has a complete database of all the current transactions and essentially all the current balances as well mm-hmm. so if you're running a bitcoin node i'm running a bitcoin node we both have all of the information about like how much balance Tommy has, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's Fuck. crazy then. Um, <laughs> it's not much, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you going to so, do tonight? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they accept Bitcoin? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, what about their dick? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just get it in there. Yeah. Um, First one. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so it's kind of distributed completely across like millions of computers and these computers all, all speak to each other and there are some very certain rules about uh, how you can kind of build on top of this transaction list. Mm. So if you want to, if we want to send funds between each other, uh, we have to essentially submit a transaction to this big network. Mm -hmm. And then there's what you've probably heard of as mining, which is uh, computers kind of race to try and add their set of transactions to the network. Uh, So not necessarily their set, but they they grab a set, they try and add this to the network. um, And this is kind of monitored by computing power. So Mm. mining is essentially you have a computer that's doing like heaps of operations per second. Mm. And if you kind of, you do this like crazy operation and you get this lucky number that has a lot of zeros in it, this is like super simplified, but hopefully Mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still really so complex to me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. so basically um, it's kind of like a race condition around the world. Everyone's trying to get this lucky number. And if you get it, that's a block creation. You'd Mm -hmm. go and tell everyone else in the network and it's added to everyone else's database so now our databases are both updated mm-hmm. and so you have you like it, this is amazing right because every single computer has a complete list of all the transactions all the everything yeah. and so there's no there's, there's no complete information exactly there's, yeah. there's no Westpac yeah like, yeah yeah it's just it's every it's on everyone's computer it's yeah so mm. then how do you make money from it like how does 
<clears throat> how's that? Like, why has it become so crazy to the standard person, I guess? Yeah, okay. So uh, the main thing there is scarcity, right? So <laughs> yes. obviously value for anything is about like scarcity and, and utility. Yeah. And so utility is a super hard discussion. But, but in terms of scarcity, there's only ever, if we're talking only about Bitcoin, there's mm. only ever going to be 21 million mined. Mm-hmm. 21 million created. So the rules for issuance in Bitcoin, unlike when we have like a central bank or reserve bank and they decide when money comes out, mm-hmm. for Bitcoin, the rules are very explicit. Like um, for this four years, uh, we're going to give out 50 mm-hmm. every block mm-hmm. to whoever won, whoever created the block. Mm-hmm. Um, then for the next four years, it'll be 25. The next four years will be 12.5. And that's where we're at right now is 12.5. And this will happen until I think it's somewhere around like 2140 or something. Right. Um, and so the, the issuance like keeps reducing and is completely fixed. Mm. And so obviously because of this scarcity, uh, you know, pe- people are already holding a lot of Bitcoin. People want to go and buy more. And so especially when you think, see things in the news, like Bitcoin hit, you saw probably ages ago, Bitcoin hit like 2000. Mm-hmm. People started racing to buy Bitcoin. Yeah, and yeah. it went from 2000 within a year, went to up to basically 20,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think in Australian dollars, it hit something like $26,000 or something. <laughs> yeah. And that's, right. that's all it is. It's just, just this scarcity. Yeah. No one, there's not enough of them to yeah. go around. Like holding one Bitcoin now is like a lot of money. It's mm. like 10 grand, right? So, so okay. So that's fair. A hundred percent. Like that. that's just, you know, um, that's to supply and demand. Supply. Yeah, yeah. Some supply and demand. That's mm-hmm. you know, it, it, that makes perfect sense to me. But what are the actual you know applications? Like, why is is Bitcoin <clears throat> going to be? And I had a conversation <clears throat> with Hugo, who sits right behind us there. Um, Hugo um, works with Beck, a good friend of mine. And Beck, I mentioned that you were coming in. Beck's like, oh, Hugo's big, big into cryptocurrency. When when um, just before you came in, Jordan, Hugo walked past. I'm like, Hugo, hey, what are the big questions I'd like to, uh, you'd like to ask uh, somebody in cryptocurrency? And he was talking about like the real world applications for not talking about like um, the fact that you know the fact that we're decentralizing the banks, the fact that um, it's there's a whole ledger that everyone can see very transparency about what is going on in the state of everybody's money. But he was talking about like what he does. I didn't totally understand it, but he, when he travels, he takes out, he takes, uh, he puts bit money into his Bitcoin or whatever account in Australia. He goes over to the UK and then he withdraws that Bitcoin in, into cash and he just pays zero transaction fees. So, really? Yeah. Is that's- that so? So that's so that's pretty interesting. So, but t- talk to us about like what are the actual applications? Like, is this going to be the future of all transactions? Yeah. You know, like what's yeah. What's- so, well, like that's that's contentious and controversial in itself. Mm. And so, I, like, <laughs> you just throw him under the bus. Is that illegal? <laughs> Did I just throw you him? Go, under let's the- get him in. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, um, it's it's just it's super hard. So, say some people will believe that mm-hmm. yeah we're trying to replace currency you know mm-hmm. and that within some like hardcore purists like crypto anarchists like yeah in 10 years there's going to be no fiat currency it's going to be all bitcoin mm-hmm. and i i don't subscribe to that at all so i i feel like very much it's kind of just <coughs> like the use case hugo described um it kind of acts as uh it's it has uses um that are kind of separate from fiat currency mm-hmm. like because because you don't have to worry about holding any one fiat, fiat currency in one particular country um or the I think the most important thing is like here right now in Venezuela. Do you know what's happening in Venezuela? The, uh, with the US dollar on the black market. Yeah, so stuff, but you mean, th- their their believer is uh, they're going through like a period of rapid hyperinflation, mm. and the same thing happened in like Zimbabwe in like two thousand eight, yeah. two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you can get a um, you can get a trillion dollar note in Zimbabwe off the street for like. 
two bucks. Yeah. It's a real, it's, it's real. Yeah. 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 It's just useless. It's a banana yeah. currency. It's, but it's, yeah. it is a real Piece note. of shit. Yeah. 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 But, Piece of shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, for lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. So, but like what it means for people, for people living there, obviously the government has somehow worked themselves into a situation where they have to keep printing money <coughs> to fulfill <laughs> some commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it means for the people, like you get paid at the start of one month and by the end of the month, your money's worth nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is obviously really problematic. So something like this decentralized currency, like the, the key word really is decentralized. Mm-hmm. And that's the main value mm. is that in a situation like in Venezuela, <coughs> you don't have to, uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about issuance. You don't have to mm. worry about the government like overplaying their printing mm-hmm. to, to make, to like, benefit themselves. Um, and so because kind of no one can cheat, no one can do anything like this. So I, I understand like in Western society, like Bitcoin itself, I don't think there's a massive value there. Like mm. I, I don't think it's going to replace the Australian dollar or the US dollar anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I think the import, I think one thing that's really exciting that it's doing is encouraging everyone to like reevaluate the value of, of things mm. like yeah. fiat currency, right. Is, is insane because we kind of just accept it. Mm. It came from the government. Government said, yeah, this is legal tender, mm-hmm. but it's actually worth, it's a bit of paper. Yeah, it's right. Like it's, it's not the people, gold standard anymore. Exactly. Mm. So people compare that to like Bitcoin and it's, it's, <coughs> it's actually like really interesting to watch people's like minds flip because yeah bitcoin's not worth anything no but zeros and ones yeah but like uh neither is fiat mm, like it's just because right. the, go- the government said it is so it's like mm. trusting a decentralized network versus trusting your government it's kind mm. of just My- money is is the ultimate religion for sure like it's the ultimate belief system that we all run by but the the question i have with this is that bitcoin it's all online you know it's all binary i believe or whatever mm-hmm. um with with physical currency, that's obviously if it's in my hand, it's 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 liquidated completely. But if it's on online, it's it's that understanding of like it's it's. I just have the feeling that like if I had ten dollars in my hand, that would be a stronger income or a stronger ten dollars value. Yeah, yeah stronger that, ten dollars and ten dollars online. Yeah, than than having something somewhere <laughs> no, I else. Yeah, like, I know okay. what you're Do you know it's, what I mean? So yeah, like, it's kind of it's kind negative, of like having money tied up in the stock market or well something, yeah exactly like, it's, it's not tangible your, and you can grab right. it yeah. yeah I mean that's fair that's fair like, yeah. well the like, whole thing with the gold standard is the gold standard was like if you, have, if you if you have we have another name we, we have another, another we have another uh, we have another thing we call the gold standard we can't we can't mention uh, on after we can't, the show after yeah, the show yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we said the fuck up shit on this podcast we really and can't we can't know this mention one. what the gold standard is no. No. I'm no. so excited if now if any listeners want to know email me or, uh, me or Tommy yeah, and we'll let you know I'm going to go like I'm going to hit up Twitter after this like, oh my god like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway so the gold standard is like that's um, when you, your money was backed by gold. There was enough gold to, to, to back the money that was in the world, right? That's, mm-hmm. Am I correct in saying that? That's what the gold standard yeah, is, yeah, right? Yeah. So when we went away from the gold standard, it means there was more money than basically you could get back in value of actual money in the bank. <laughs> Sorry, get over it. It's just really funny. So I'll stop saying gold standard, yeah, mate. Stop. He's, um, but, but, you said gold standard in the bank. Yeah. Just made a little fun. But, um, but we've, been, we've been removed from the gold standard for so long. So, I mean... Yeah, the, I, I agree with you. Like the fact that if everybody, if there was a huge depression worldwide, not mm. recession, but depression, like everyone would want to take the money out of the bank, yeah. money out of the banks, and that's not possible to happen. So yeah. it's not possible. Mm, mm. I mean, Bitcoin's the same. You can't. You, what do you do with ones and zeros? The, the, the question, another question is like, so I just read um, Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Oh yeah, and he's um, the PayPal founder, and uh, with Elon Musk, one of the founders, mm. and he talks about like he kept mentioning with PayPal they were trying to make a deregulized 
currency for, for the uh, for the instead of the US dollar. That's what he was saying, and that's all well and good. And PayPal's great, but what they've ended up doing is they've ended up becoming just a merchant. Yeah. That PayPal, you pay three if you're a regular. Joe Blow, you pay 3%. If you're a business, you can pay down to like 1% or 1.5%. But they're still just, they've replaced the banks. You know what I mean? They're still making just as much money as the bank. That to, to withdraw, use your money, send your money, you're mm. still paying the same amount that you would use probably more so in a lot yeah. of senses. You know what I mean? And, and But I don't know exactly what their business model was, what they, they were trying to do. But Peter Thiel kept saying, and I don't know, like I said, I don't know well enough. But Peter Thiel kept saying that they were trying to do exactly what you just explained Bitcoin to be. So what's to stop... So who, so is there? Who is the governing body of Bitcoin, Ethereum? Um, what's the other, the third, the third like biggest one? Um, uh, you could go like Litecoin Ripple. Yeah, Litecoin Ripple. Yeah. Maybe. Like who, so who, who's, who runs the show there? Who makes the, yeah, the calls? So, makes decisions. So they all. It's like varying degrees of, of centralization. Yeah. So it started with Bitcoin, and interestingly, it's become it's like become almost a problem for Bitcoin. But there's no. There's no, kind of the whole idea is obviously no one owns it. Yeah. Certainly no one owns the network. The, the only way to change the code or update it to do anything is to get consensus from everyone. So you imagine if we're all running the same program um, and mm. we want to kind of upgrade it to maybe do some extra thing, we all have to update our programs. So you, you really have to <coughs> get the whole world mm. or at least a greater portion of the world to agree, okay, this is what we're doing and this is how we upgrade. And right. so why that's become a problem for Bitcoin is uh, it's very hard then for then to progress because you have different people with different ideas about how you should scale this how do we mm. get more transactions per second how do we mm. get more users and when people disagree of course you can never get the network to move forward mm. in oh, like yeah. the best technological way mm -hmm. so then if you look at something like ethereum has like a very different model um and so they have this thing called the ethereum foundation and it's kind of like a centralized entity that really controls the development they say when the forks are going to be and fork is like um okay like an upgrade of the code mm. uh and yeah, so it completely like they all have like different ways of, of handling that. The actual network itself cannot be messed with, but the kind of the, the program that runs can be like slowly upgraded by gradually getting everyone to agree to some changes, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So it's completely democratized. Yeah, completely, uh, completely democratized. Like people would argue that things like Ethereum are too centralized. They're very much reliant on some great geniuses at the very top of them. Mm. Um, but for the most part, yeah, like they're becoming more and more democratized. Mm. And like, uh, I think like some, some coins now will have like multiple development teams. They might have like four development teams that all push code. They check each other's code. They like gradually kind of work together, but mm. as separate teams. It's pretty Shit. Cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so how will it change the way that we do we do business and money in the future? I, I, I feel like, and obviously I know nothing, but I feel like from what you were telling me about, you know, you can write a certain block that'll be in there that'll be like, hey, Tom buys an apple from Bill. Use that block. There's no middleman, no transaction fee, no whatever. You actually probably pay way closer to the price for what an apple costs mm. yeah, compared yeah. to going through Woolworths, as yeah. that example. Um, a real estate, again, if you can take out well I mean you have to have people that are marketing your house to sell your house you're not going to just walk up to a bloke and you know so there's yeah, that there's yeah, that yeah. side of it yeah. but there's yeah how, how can it not if it's if it's so good in so many ways for like transparency for lack of fees for um yeah you, how, how do you guys make any money off it then if there's like little to no middleman fee 
Yeah, good. Like, so, I mean, firstly, ideally, there should be a little to no middleman fee. Um, so there, there should be some fee yeah. that the developers do get. Um, but also, so how a lot of these projects are funded, they have like we- interesting governance models. So, uh, like, the community votes, um, say, Obviously, I work for Stratus. The community might vote, hey, this is something that's great for Stratus. Mm. Um, it's, this is going to increase our transaction per second. This is going to have a, allow us to have like more functionality. Um, and people will pull, pull money towards it, uh, especially people who got in early and maybe they're like whales in that particular cryptocurrency. Um, so, yeah, you have these like really interesting governance models where people can start getting paid in a more, it's kind of like social way, mm. like rather than, yeah, like you don't have to take a fee off every contract or whatever. You can, it's like you crowdfund, be like, hey, this is something I'm going to do. It's going to increase value for everyone. Yeah. If you can raise enough money, then then yeah, you can go that and do sense. it. That makes sense. I definitely get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so then, so if we relate this back to you, what what's your current, like, like what are you actually working towards? What are your objectives in the in the years to come with with what you're doing? Yeah, cool. I'm, so, I'm trying to like really get my head around it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm oh, definitely, yeah. it's really tough. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. How did you I, even figure it out? No, well, like I'd love to do I a better, I, I feel like I should do a better job of explaining it, but no, it's, no, it no, is no. super tough. No, your fault. It's not you. Puny brain. I'm a shit. Still thinking about the gold standard. Dick, 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 dick. I don't even read my thoughts, boy. I can't wait for this. So, so for myself, it's because uh, yo, I had I had exactly the same problem, and so there's like a high barrier to entry there, mm. and this barrier to entry exists when you want to buy crypto. It exists um, like when you want to learn about what's happening, yeah. and Massive. even more when you're a developer and you're trying to learn how we get involved here. Mm. It's like it's impossible. I found it like next to impossible. Mm. I ended up. Um, I was super lucky. I got kind of recruited and, and taken through this like academy where they, um, cause they desperately need, needed developers in the space. And so I learned a ton there, but mm. so what my whole perspective now looking at the scene, especially in regards to smart contracts is I want to make this as easy as possible mm. for like developers all over the world. So you ha- and you imagine you even have like a company, like maybe, maybe Microsoft, maybe like some local development team here has a bunch of developers and they want to start getting involved in blockchain. Mm. either they can go and learn a whole bunch of like new tools new languages they can maybe spend months <laughs> learning all of this knowledge and stuff or they can come to like hopefully our platform stratus where we're using like existing programming languages existing tools yeah and so yeah that's really that's exactly where i am right now okay. it's trying to reduce that barrier to entry yep. so that developers can start building cooler contracts so like the apple thing we mentioned earlier or they can re- you can replace like what that that whoever like the public housing deed or something like this um mm. yeah mm. yeah that's, that's kind of where i'm coming at right now okay so with smart contracts so i'll just again like tommy said trying to get my head around it while you're explaining it so with smart contracts for example when is that ever going to be actually when is that ever going to be actually a usable thing to a degree that example yeah, for, yeah, that, yeah. For, for the best case is the example of the apple and the apple like i'm not you know we don't have local Hey, I'm just going down to Doc's Apple store, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, to buy yeah, an Apple. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, oh, you got that blockchain? Yeah. Oh, okay, we're already on the blockchain. Here's an Apple yeah. for an Apple. Yeah. Um, like, so, and then with the real estate I, example, it's another good one. But then again, like, how is it actually usable in the real world? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%, 100%. So firstly, the Apple thing's maybe not like a great example of a, a real thing in the real yeah. world because, you know, it's just too easy. Like, if you go down to Woolies, I'm happy to pay like a greengrocer to buy an <laughs> yeah. Apple. But, yeah. You know, that's, that's not like the level of corruption and transpar- it, transparency doesn't need to be massive there as long yeah. as I can buy my apple yeah yeah um <laughs> <laughs> what i need to buy to say exactly, exactly. Uh, apple, what do they say yeah um, what do they say about that keeps, yeah. the gold, keeps the 
gets gold standard. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, more, I think more important cases are things like uh, any kind of decentralized marketplace where people are buying and selling. Say Airbnb, Uber uh, are like great examples of this. Mm-hmm. I, I like Uber is a great example right now because it's just to me Uber feels slightly like they need to be more transparent. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when does it surge? At what ratio of like riders to drivers does it surge? Yeah. Or is there just like a board of people that mm-hmm. decided, oh, in Melbourne it's a Saturday, let's surge, we could make more money, mm-hmm. and like obviously they're then going and spending a whole bunch of money building out their brand and stuff like so i think mm. in terms of firstly in terms of like real applications screw the apple like mm-hmm. we're going for like uber or something yeah um and then there's a whole range of problems we still need to fix uh, and this is where the public hype has gotten so much the price has risen so much there's billions of dollars going around but the reality <laughs> is yo these like bitcoin now can handle like six transactions a second yeah, okay, right. and you compare that to like Visa. That's not much at all. Because no. Visa, Visa's average, and it's not a great comparison, but Visa's average is two thousand a second. Yeah, yeah. And they can get so up to say sixty thousand in like a you know Christmas period or something. Yeah. So, and this is like it's a hard problem to solve. It's not something we can solve tomorrow. Mm. Um, and so it's going to take potentially years i mean hopefully within two to five years we'll have some really solid scaling solutions um so that we can have situations where we're processing many many things a second and we can start running real applications like uber Mm -hmm. and so the whole idea Mm. then would you know we once we fix that once we fix like usability as well because if you've ever tried to buy or sell cryptocurrency right now you're probably grabbing like an address copying and pasting it putting it in some wallet you have to download these tools maybe have stuff on your phone like confirm like just it's way too complicated right we need like more levels of abstraction and more usability so that when you interact with it it'll feel like you're interacting with the internet right it shouldn't feel like a separate thing and so that's that's where we're like actually pretty far off now but Mm -hmm. people don't think about that they just buy it and the price goes up um yeah yeah. i want to ask you if this story is true or not right so it's Friday night here at the Commons tonight and there, uh, there's um, beers going on from 4pm. <clears throat> Free beers and, and, and cider here. But it's actually an event. It's like Friday night drinks the last um, last Friday of every month. It's the thing they started just started to do. And there's this guy here. I forget his name. He's a classic dude. I've talked to him a couple of times and I've, I've only had beers here a couple of times. So I've talked to him both times. And um, <clears throat> he was talking about, this is about six weeks ago and before like crypto had crashed. Like when it was at, I know it's, you know it's recovered and whatever, but, yeah. but when it was like at its most feverish pitch everyone's talking about it you know every second post on facebook and he was talking about um crypto and how much money he's made all this stuff and he told me that he has a mate who bought cryptocurrency in like when did you say it was in 2009 it's like like 2010 it kind of started becoming public at all yeah Yeah. so he said maybe like six or seven years ago maybe so let's say 2010 11 whatever he said that his mate bought a bunch of um bitcoins he had like 20 of them right or 25, 2025, like so many of them. But back in the day, he's like, yeah, what used to happen is you used to get a code, like you used to get like a bunch of numbers, like just any sort of code that you get from any sort of whatever off the internet. And that code, you had to keep that code safe mm-hmm. because that was your code to access your Bitcoin, <laughs> so on and so forth, right? Is, that, is this true? This is, yeah, this is a, it's a paper wallet. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they used to have your Bitcoin in a paper wallet. And um, <clears throat> so this dude went on a, uh, went on a bender and like went, I think he was like in on a Greek trip or whatever. And then he jumped off a jumped off a um, jumped off a boat with uh, with his shorts on. He had his wallet in his pocket, no. and and he all his um, codes. He had them all in his wallet, and they're all trashed. But at the time, it was like they were like twenty bucks each or like yeah. fifteen bucks each. And he was like, ah oh, fuck. He's like, oh man. 
He goes, oh, fuck all my Bitcoin. Everyone's like, what the fuck's Bitcoin? He's like, ah, oh, it's this fucking stupid thing. I've wasted, <laughs> wasted 300 bucks on. Oh. Wasted 300 bucks on. There's 25 of them. Wasted 300 bucks on. Ah, don't worry about it. And he just fucking ripped it, threw him in the bin. You know, 25 of them. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, no. that's horrible. Six years later, it's worth like six hundred thousand dollars. And I just wanted to verify that story because that's like such a mental. That is, yeah. That's the, how that's, it used to work, eh? That, that's real. Yo, it still it still works really? like that. It's really? potentially oh. one of the most secure things. <laughs> ways of of you imagine most secure way of writing all your money down on a bit of paper <laughs> yeah, and putting it yeah. in your yeah. no, it's yeah. it's yeah. trying yeah. to it sounds it sounds ridiculous the but artists, have um, all this. <laughs> so how you how you kind of are are able to move funds is you essentially have some private key it's kind yeah. of like a password mm-hmm. and it, that that is what essentially allows you to move your money mm-hmm. and so yeah one of the like if you go and write it down, because um, obviously if you do things like print it, you do things like maybe send it to a USB, you have it stored in an email, stored mm-hmm. in a Google Drive, hackable, mm. really hackable. Mm-hmm. So what the securest what way Dropbox? of doing it? Surely not. Oh, dude, they can't have Dropbox. <laughs> nah. Are you kidding? Infallible. Trello? that has I'm all sure. of my passwords. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Like genuine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Should I go to move that? Uh, no, well, no, that's cool. I, 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 saw, I saw your Trello up before, so I got... Fuck, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Combank, was it? Yeah, or? that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool. yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Jordan Andrews, Jordan Andrews, Jordan Andrews. <laughs> 6969. Yeah. Got <laughs> But yeah, so that's like you imagine you you take it from the computer screen, write it down on like a, a notepad or something, and put it in a safety deposit box. Potentially, that actually is could be the safest way if you were seriously scared of like cybercrime or something. Whoa. So yeah, it's it's Should nuts, but that's real. Should we be scared of cybercrime? Like, uh, is that coming in, up? In terms of like, that's <laughs> not saying I know enough about yeah. it. Like, <laughs> I'm asking that, you, mate. Is that coming up? <laughs> is that coming up in the next few weeks? Yeah, us <laughs> Trump, man, us Trump. Yeah. Like, he'd know about that stuff. That stuff freaks me out. Apparently, um, like. <clears throat> Three months ago or something, there were like a hundred thousand different WordPress sites that got hacked for mm. people that buy and sell like WooCommerce or something on on WordPress. They were just sending all these blackmail things to a hundred thousand WordPress sites. It freaks me out. What about especially um, from someone that owns a website that doesn't sell anything? Wow. You know? <laughs> what about um, <laughs> what about when uh, Adventurous um, website got hacked? Did you? Did I tell you about this what? back in the day? I feel like I remember. Yeah, yeah. So Adventurous website got hacked. We got a Joomla website. Joomla sucks for websites. Um, Sorry if the founder of Joomla's listening, but your website sucks. Sorry. Uh, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, I go out there and my website shut down. But, um, but, uh, so, what happened was um, I went on, um, went on to... Uh, to Went on that went on my computer and someone had emailed me. They're like, "Hey man, I think something's going on with your site. You might want to just Google Adventure Travel." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, sweet. I Google Adventure Travel, and not a, nothing had happened to like Adventure Travel, www.adventure travel. But the meta is it called metadata? Like the the basically the the little bio of what your website does below. If you if you look at oh, a Google, yeah. is it, it metadata? Like description or something? Description, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Basically, this description was um, Russian hookers, XXX, um, yeah, um, po- po- pony riding naked, naked cowboys. Like all this, yeah, it was all the most fucked up, like epic shit you can ever imagine. Yeah. Um, you got heaps of traffic though, yeah. right? No, no shit. So, so, so last year, I was... Man, um, I don't want a New Zealand trip. Yeah, yeah. I don't want a gay yeah. Russian hooker. Yeah, yeah. Name it, it would change every day, though. So yeah. it was so funny, like... like um, um, Pygmy, pygmy dog hooker, like. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> my dog is a pygmy dog hooker. <laughs> but anyway, so, so, but oh, I was um, 
Oh. I had a, um, had a business coach at the time, and he goes, he's like, we're looking at our Google Analytics, and he's like, right, his whole thing was, <clears throat> look, let's figure out, let's trace back over the last um, last twelve months the posting patterns and and when you upload this and that, and let's see when you got the most traffic to your site, blah blah blah, and. We didn't have anywhere near enough rhyme or reason or enough. It didn't. Really, it was. I thought it was a bit of a silly exercise to a degree, but mm. um, at the time, just with what we were putting out there, whatever. But anyway, it went like this. So it was like, yeah, January, February, March, April. Uh, you know, and he's like, oh, this, yeah. this. What did you do in this period? I'm talking. It was like seventy times the, every other month, and I'm like, Ariane. What could have done that, mate? He's like, well, you tell me. I'm like, our site got hacked Russian at XXX. He keeps saying the word got hacked. I'm like, come on, mate. You know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pippi Top Lovers, Pippi Top Lovers. That's so funny. It's a potential marketing tool, though. We are a crypto site. We, you know, also do Russian hookers. But, you know, we've got a crypto site if you want to email me personally. So, I feel like um i don't know enough about it but i feel like when you're saying you don't expect it to overtake uh, take over the australian dollar us dollar so on and so forth but surely like um we're gonna get we're gonna go to six from six shortly but we got maybe i've got one more question and then i tell me have another question but i want to get you out of it at some point john but the thing i want to talk about like before we do is predictions of like the future and stuff you know because i feel like cryptocurrencies for me i feel like it must be the future or a fad to a degree or do you think it'll be yeah. something that'll that'll you know work alongside PayPal. the US dollar and and, yeah. um, and, and regular? Currencies? So I, I definitely see them being kind of, kind of like a complement to the US dollar and right. Australian dollar and stuff f- wow. for a while. Um, I think one thing that is definitely going to happen is the value will start being consolidated into a top few cryptocurrencies and top few by technology. I think ones mm-hmm. will slowly start winning mm-hmm. in terms of like if one is able to crack it and grab like 100 transactions per second and everyone else is stuck on six, mm-hmm. like th- they'll start getting really ahead. Um, if one, you know, if we start having a really great developer experience, we might start having the best apps, we'll crack it, we'll get really high up there. And I think all of this value that, because value is just getting pumped into even garbage coins like all these coins where you know <coughs> someone's just gone and create a new cryptocurrency they they give it a name that people think is fun yeah. and they jordan get coin, yeah like jordan that. coin exactly jordy coin like invest jordy now yeah. I'll, I'll put up a link after the show yeah um <laughs> and you get like billions of dollars and i think all of that's going to start like falling away that's that's worthless that's, yeah. n- there's no real value there um but what will start happening i think is i can call like a few coins that i really see a lot of value in and i think all of the value will start shifting to the top of them. And I think maybe a, a few of those, like maybe general purpose <clears throat> coins, will start really being integrated into society. Mm. And so you, we can just start interacting with some decentralized applications, not worry about like entity, like corporate or government entities or whatever, mm. having an, an unfair say. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of like my prediction. So how far off are we from like walking down the street, <clears throat> pulling out a Bitcoin card as opposed to your ANZ card and... I think, transactions. I think we're actually I think there are, are pro- projects that are really letting you do that now mm. I don't know enough about them but I think some, it's some stuff I think it's ridiculous. mainly in, in Asia there's definitely a bunch of projects that because obviously that's like a super appealing idea is yeah. you know if you have all your crypto on a card you just go and swipe it and yeah. I spend some Ethereum rather than spending my dollars yeah. um, I, I think that actually is close to existing if yeah. it doesn't exist already yeah, yeah. wow classic yeah. right mm. yeah mm. 
You got anything you want to add, Tommy? Should we go to no, six from six? That's good. Yeah. Six from I six. I feel like I've learned nothing. Yeah. And not because of you, my friend. <laughs> no, because yeah. of my puny brain. I'm telling you. My puny, puny brain. I definitely okay. understand. No, I've learned a lot. I definitely understand it more in layman's terms, which is obviously just what I wanted to get. Like, I, the, the stuff about the, you know, cancelling out the transaction fee. I'm only joking. Yeah, right, I got you. I got and you. The, uh, yeah. The, the gold standard, obviously. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Mainly the gold standard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the gold standard. We will tell you what it is. Yeah. Um, so, all right, cool. Well, um, Jordan, so normally uh, to finish the show, three questions from me, three questions from Tommy. So my first question, my friend, is um, what is your favorite travel destination you've ever been? Cool. So for me, it's, it's Istanbul. Istanbul? Mm, yeah. Really? I haven't had that one. I think we have. Don't yeah. reckon we've had Istanbul. Right? Really? Why so? Oh, just like... It's just infinite, right? It's just expansive. There's just people everywhere. You mm-hmm. think, like, you'd be in the CBD and, like, find, like, just the stuff going on everywhere. Like, people selling stuff, like, wares, mm. like, all kinds of shit happening. You turn a corner expecting, okay, like, I'm going to be out of it now. And it's just the same thing. It's just, like, for <laughs> kilometers. Like, it's just nonstop <laughs> yeah. Istanbul. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. 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 yeah cool. It's such a weird thing to like about it. It's yeah. just people everywhere. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's infinite. Because yeah. well, yeah. it's, like, multi-Istanbul. Because yeah. yeah. it's, like, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. Because um, it's, it's different uh to it's it actually feels like a completely different world yeah, that's like it's very that's fair. cool yeah. yeah cool um next question similar vein um but a place you haven't been so dream uh dream travel destination top your bucket list yeah <clears throat> so i have like a, a trip i guess mm-hmm. so i want to do the uh trans-siberian express oh yeah so mm-hmm. obviously, cool. like start do something like start up in uh beijing and mm-hmm. travel through mongolia and through to St. Petersburg. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like Beautiful. that's definitely the dream. What makes that appeal to you so much? Uh, I think just to get like an idea of like the bigness of the world. Like mm. I've heard people there's a running, there's a running good, fame good, here. Good, good yeah. Word, the yeah, yeah, like big things. Like expansiveness. Yeah. 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 I think Jordan yeah. has lost all his uh, credibility with the yeah. word bigness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. the data range of the cryptocurrency is it's bigness, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're on a level. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 No, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, I've heard like people people do that trip, and like you can go to sleep like next to like this like the world's biggest lake or something, mm-hmm. um, and you'll be traveling twelve hours, and you wake up and you feel like you're in the exact same time, and you're like checking the watch, and you're like twelve, like what, like this, and just because, and then you really get a sense of like, oh, like wow, this place is massive. Yeah. So yeah, yeah sick. Very very famous, very famous, um, famous journey. So that's sick. Um, uh, my last question is: um, Do you have any books you like to recommend? It can be anything. Can be a graphic novel. Can be a autobiography. Can be a self help book. Can be whatever. Yeah, cool. I have one amazing uh, novel. It's Fraction of the Whole. Oh yeah. Uh, by Steve Tolt. It's. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind. Of, it's just extremely cleverly written, like Australian fiction about like a, a very eccentric family. And right. I, I, every word is there's a lot of like irony, and you read a paragraph and. Things are subverted. Everything. It's super cool. Mm. Just, just read it. Fraction yeah. of, of the whole. whole. Fraction of the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Can we look that up? <laughs> Anyone? You can't you know, look like, it up. www.youporn.com. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, Fraction no, of the whole. Just to clarify, it's W H O L E. No. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Fucking hell, we just got terrible minds. Oh, God. So <laughs> bad. We, can't, we just can't have one serious conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. It is genuinely embarrassing. That's, um, that's my questions. Uh, 70% of it's me as well. Yeah. That's, uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's uh, George, what do you like to do um, when you have some downtime, spare time? Yeah. 
Uh, good question. Fresh so, of the hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, I with actually an just yeah. <laughs> for Christmas, my mum actually bought me a skateboard. Oh, so, really? yeah. Nice. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to skate when I was like 15 and I was yeah. like not bad, but I, I just kind of stopped. Yeah. And like recently I was like, I want to get back into it. Yeah. And mum was like, I'm buying you a skateboard for Christmas. And it's like best thing I've ever did. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm like riding around the streets of South Yarra. I'm still too, too nervous to head to the skate park. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm skating a ton right now. Oh, that's sick. What about, um, what about me? Gives him shit. I did the exact same thing like no, six no. months ago. I get around on a um, longboard skateboard. I've got my bike, my feet, my skateboard, and then like public transport and Uber. I don't have a car. So if I'm going to... You would have seen it when you were staying with me. Did you see that longboard that I had? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I get around on that. But I got myself... Because there's a skate park right near my place. Yeah, it is. The one near the, the tram, uh, yeah, yeah. the tram station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So I kept always walking past it and then I'd see people skate and then I'm like, fuck, that's a sick little park. Yeah. So and I knew my brother would have spare spare setups or whatever. So I got a setup from my brother and I went. I started skating again at the park and I I landed. It took me. I got a video. I put it on my Instagram doing a board side on this handrail. No way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it took me about. It took me like four hours. Oh, I love that though. One board slide. <laughs> yeah. And I got on video and then I was like, you are some yeah. Yeah. And I walked off. Yeah. All the little kids are doing like Smith grinds on the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Popping airs yeah. and stuff. I just look like biggest goose. But I want to go down there middle of the day because all the kids are um, at school. Yeah. I don't mind if it's like. Oh, dude, we should, we should totally, we should have a session. Yeah, I know. What are you used to skate? <laughs> street or ramp? Ah, uh, street. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Same. What was your best trick back in the day? I, so I was never that good. I was, the best thing I could pull, I reckon I could do a kickflip like one in every four tries. Isn't that like <laughs> yeah, quite hard though? Isn't a kickflip yeah, like, yeah, like 25% not, conversion rate on your kickflip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, conversion rate. How about yeah. that traction should be? Kickflip going. Okay. Um, yeah, no, sweet. I used to love it. That's classic. Um, cool. Who is someone you look up to? Someone that inspires you? Uh, yeah, super tough question. Um, for me, it's like, for me, it's really my parents. Like I, I've never had, um, like sporting heroes or anything. I kind of mm. never got into that for me. It's like always been like my mom and my dad for like my mom for, I guess, just like <clears throat> being a good person like being kind and empathetic. And my dad's like determination and drive is like, uh, like, I love that. Mm. So yeah, it's for me, it's really my parents. Great. And then final question, mate, if you could invite three people to dinner, dead or alive, who would they be? And why would they be there? That's it's super tough, right? Very tough um, question. So the first person is definitely Gordon Ramsay. Ooh, Gordon Ramsay, big G dog. This is yeah. fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> this I whole just, thing. I just you fucking donut. Yeah. like I love him. Yeah, he's um, good. I don't even like. I don't even care about food. I would just love to hang out with that guy. Yeah, um, he'd probably bagging the shit out of you though. <laughs> yeah, no, I do exactly. Gordon, uh, fuck off. This is great. I'm having fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Second, Genghis Khan. Oh, nice one. Yeah, Genghis Khan. Khan, That guy, like, just the guy, just like conquered the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're all his children. We're all right. I don't know if that's quite right. No, no, we're probably not. (laughs) He spread the seed like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah. Strong strong dick. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But he did. did. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. But he did. He did. Like, he, he just went nuts. He did. He did. He did. Oh. I wonder about um, like diseases and stuff back in the oh. day. Oh God. 
he, he, oh. He'd have just a, the most gangrenous beard. <laughs> gangrenous Khan you've ever seen. <laughs> gangrenous Khan you've ever seen. It's the bun. Oh, God. You've well and truly fried our brains with so, cryptocurrency. It's so, all, the worst of our heads are coming oh, out now. So we've got Gordon Ramsay, Genghis Khan, his mouldy dick. And then uh, I'd go with uh, Gary Lee. Gary, oh, I, I, I love Gary. Just yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Just a, a bit of motivation. I wonder how those three get on. Okay, Gordon and Gary. Gangler's can't bang him. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Vee and Mo Man to bang him. And Gordon say the root shit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. Something like that. Cool. Gary, Gary Vee's good. I do like Gary Vee. He can be very like, this is what you gotta do. You yeah. know, oh my God. It's like, a bit basic sometimes. Yeah. But like, just the whole idea of like being positive and like, mm. you can do it. And like, yeah, try it. Yeah. Like, work hard and try. That like, is the, the big point. Yeah, for no, sure. No, I agree. Did you explain why you want to Gangler's Khan there? Uh, oh, just because yeah. like the greatest conqueror of all time. Mm. Like that guy, like in terms of achievement, mm. that's it. So what would your uh, what would your questions be to him? Oh, I don't know if he'd understand me. No, no. I don't I'm more so like it's more just like his I'd be interested in like his stature. Mm. Like okay. you imagine if that guy like owns like all of like Europe and Asia, mm. like when he walks in a room, you must feel something. Yeah. Like that's like I'm doing I wouldn't even want to. I just want to like like hang out with that guy. Yeah. Just, be, just be next to him. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to know his motives. Mm. He's probably, he probably just had he pro- it was just probably a really competitive <laughs> testosterone dude that wanted to <laughs> bang every chick and <laughs> kill every guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, uh, George, where can people find you? Anything you want to plug, um, <clears throat> apart from Gangrenous Khan, and uh, go for it. Yeah, sure. So uh, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Coding Up a Storm. And uh, look up Stratus as well. So it's at Stratus Platform on Twitter. We're doing some really cool things. And look out, look out for us in the uh, top few coins in the next couple of years. Sweet. Sweet. Love it. Cool, man. Well, Jordan, thanks for coming on the show, brother. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Sweet. Cool. That's a wrap. Alrighty guys, if you enjoyed that show, please subscribe on either uh, Stitcher or go ahead and subscribe on YouTube or on YouTube at Adventure Fit Travel's YouTube channel. Also guys, if you really like the show, you're already a subscriber and you want to help us out, leave a rating and review. Helps us climb the iTunes ranks and uh, help us keep this podcast banging along in the future. We just ticked over 100 reviews, so thank you for that. 100 reviews in Australia, that is. Um, also, show notes can be found at www adventurefittravel.com forward slash radio and don't forget to check out the audibletrial.com forward slash advf radio or the stick up sorry um, yes so that'll be free for your free audiobook and 30 day trial and check out www.adventurefittravel.com use the code radio for 10% off see you next week